1: This episode is brought to you by Vital Farms. Vital Farms keeping it bull-free. <laughs> we always wanted our kids as they were growing up to have stuff that came from the right places. Vital Farms is perfect for this. Here's how good Vital Farms is. You can go to vitalfarms.com farm and you can get a 360 degree peek at the actual farm where your eggs came from. Uh, it's a certified bee corporation. They are devoted to improving the lives of people, animals, and the planet through food, great taste. You can do fried, poached, scrambled. Vital Farms bet you can taste the difference. Food simply tastes better when where it came from. Shop the farm. That's a certified B Corporation and gives their hens the lifestyle they deserve. Vital Farms. Look for the black Vital Farms carton in your grocery store and learn more at vitalfarms.com. Vital Farms, keeping it bullsh** free. The rewatchables this is brought to you by the Ringer Podcast Network, where you can find the Ryan Rosillo podcast coming on with uh, on my podcast on Sunday nights pretty soon. That's right, talking NBA. We're going to create some some new gimmicks this year. Keep it fresh. It's like a marriage. keep it fresh. Chris Ryan, yeah, still cranking out the watch.
2: Still ten years plus. Not as fresh. Congrats, Not man. as fresh. It's Ringer pretty, Philly special. It's maybe? Pretty adult. Yeah, little I'm Embiid MVP every week. We talk Sixers. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, I saw that you recognized Embiid as a possible MVP frontrunner. Yeah, I did. I on, was impressed by On your own 47. podcast. Yeah. The I Prestige TV podcast.
1: My name is Bill Simmons. This is the last installment of One Word Movie Month. I think critically acclaimed.
2: Yeah. That's been the buzz. So is next month going to be like paragraph long title movie month? Oh, that'd be interesting. Yeah. I'll think about it. It should just be Seagal uh, titles. <laughs> <laughs> right? But not All Seagal movies. <laughs> yeah.
1: Guys, let's hop in the canoe. Deliverance is next.
0: Where are you going, city boy? We'll find it. It ain't nothing but the biggest river in the state.
1: (laughs) These are the men. Nothing very unusual about them.
0: Suburban guys like you or your neighbor. Nothing very unusual about them until they decided to spend one weekend canoeing down the Kahulawasee River. (laughs) John Boorman's film of James Dickey's explosive best-selling novel.
1: All right, Russillo, I sent you a list of movies. You said they would never make Deliverance in 2023. Why? I just think the rules have changed quite
0: a bit, even if, like, it's kind of silly how you'll be like oh this can be made this can be made this can be made but we're still totally fine with just murders in every show so it's like okay when bad things happen like bad things will continue to happen so they should be in forms of film and television because we're not trying to make pretend everything good but this is like just a different level it's a different level of some awful act that everybody knows from this movie and when somebody hasn't seen deliverance you're like you haven't seen it (laughs) and then everybody just sort of looks at that person being like do you want to watch it and that's where this movie is historically because it has this moment that everybody knows about and i don't know
1: in a way i think it props the movie up and i would say it's one of the most ripped off movies of the last 55 years in all these weird ways you don't think of it as like oh die hard on a blank
2: yeah but this movie has been tapped into a lot, Chris You don't Ryan. think about it as like deliverance on a submarine or something like that. Kevin no. Bacon,
0: The River Wild.
2: Yeah. But but you could say it created hillbilly horror. It did.
1: It and probably I th- laid the groundwork for Texas Chainsaw Massacre in all of those movies where people, either they go the wrong way, they get off the wrong road, they run into the wrong locals. I
2: mean, It's been 50 years of our lives they've made that movie. So what's the 72? Yeah. I mean, you could make the argument that this is the precursor to Exorcist and Jaws and like the blockbuster... Mm adventure that feels incredibly real and rooted in lived experience i mean you thought the exorcist felt real they, up oh, yeah. until the uh, the demon yeah, yeah that's
1: like that's a divorce dated mom. now but man when it came out oh, no i, mean, I get were, like passing out in the theater when that came out. yeah
0: no i get that it was a a big deal it just like that to me is a little part like to me jaws i think is a perfect
1: perfect Extension. connection where okay. you're
0: just going okay you know same sort of beats but Uh, I don't know, Exorcist anyways, demonic shit lost me on
2: that one. Well, the demonic shit, but like the 75% of Exorcist is this woman being like, is my kid crazy and going through her daily life and being like a a single mom and trying to figure it out. And there's something about the fact that Deliverance, which will forever be known for the pretty mouth scene, is essentially about guys having a weekend together, Yeah, you know, and is mostly about these four dudes trying to get back to to the land and get back to nature and realize something about themselves but it's got that one hallmark scene that's gonna forever be in the hall of fame i wrote down it's about man versus nature it's about city versus country
1: it's the hillbilly horror that whole thing like whatever our worst thought of what it would be like if we went down the wrong way and then there's like a whole masculinity element right like but the character burt reynolds is playing is the most agro, masculine, leading man guy, and it propelled his career. The first forty-five minutes of this movie made him a superstar, and then by the, you know all of a sudden the bone is sticking out of the side <laughs> of his legs. <laughs> he's just went, and it's just like he's been completely stripped. And John Voight, who's supposed to be basically our proxy throughout this whole journey, and then he has to kind of step up, little Brock Purdy style. He did better than Brock Purdy. <laughs> I think he did too. But what other themes are in there other than those four that you're seeing, yourself? You know, the city
0: versus country thing is really funny because most people from another part of the country would think the four guys are as country as it gets. True. So I think this movie does one of the best jobs in being creative, introducing you to the main characters in a way that you don't really see. Having them have dialogue over all the so geography. It's a You know, I always think about the efficiency of introducing characters and, you know, I've made this joke before, but like some TV shows where you don't love the pilot, it's like, you were coming back from Vietnam, Chris, and your wife had left you, but (laughs) you were an all-American
2: football player.
0: Do you see this picture of my wife? I hold
2: it in my wallet because she means a lot to me. It's not your fault. You
0: blew out your knee, but we can figure out a way to get your kids back. And you're like, the fucking credits are still rolling. Yeah. You know, you know, you know, (laughs) fuck, massage it a bit here. This those guys just talking and be like i know we'll have you back in time for you see the pom-pom girls and like now all of a sudden you know all of them as much as you kind of need to and then of course you learn more about them throughout i thought like the execution of that is so good and honestly you know i don't know that we see it that
1: often because it was very different i wonder do you think this created the buddies doing blank and then something goes sideways genre too Because I was trying to think, like, there's no way, like, they made a movie like this in like
2: 1962. No, but to Ryan's point, this is also a lot like what happens the way they set up Alien, where it's like it's just these people talking for a little while. Now, in Alien, it's a little bit more drawn out. But the most amazing part about this movie is that essentially, like, they take what would be the first 15 or 20 pages of a script and just have it as voiceover over these incredible this credit sequence. And even though you're like. Oh, I I think I know Burt Reynolds' voice. I think I know John Voight's voice. You learn everything you need to know about these guys. And there's no
0: music, so it's a
2: little haunting a little bit. It's like, it's already unsettling.
0: Yeah, You know, watching a movie a second time, you're already unsettled because you know. But the first time, uh, I don't know if they meant it to be that, like, ominous. But watching again, you know, it had been years since I'd seen it. Those first few, like, just lines. Yeah, And you're like, you know picking up everybody's voices and even though they all sound the same and then it's just so funny because then once they get to the first like hillbilly area they're acting like these dudes are like westport connecticut people (laughs) (laughs) and you're like bro you've got a fucking vest on like i don't think you're coming from staples
1: (laughs) yeah Uh, Although
0: vests are in now with that group so
1: well the other thing that's true the uh the four guys so they go out and you're right. I mean, there's a couple things that are me about this movement. I feel like this this scene overshadowed some of the other stuff.
2: Yeah. The I think fact
1: that the these guys the did their own stunts, to me, is a bigger deal the scene. I was like, going to say that. They did all their own shit. And I, I don't think I fully realized that until I did the research. I was just like, man they did an amazing job making it seem like these guys were actually canoeing and then you read the research. We, it wasn't spent, even
2: insured. There was like, well, if you die, you die. We've spent so much time being like, Tom Cruise really did that jump. Holy shit. Here's <laughs> right. 900 YouTube videos of it. It's like, Burt Reynolds almost died like six times making this movie. And yeah, he, he was just like,
1: 360 uh, when they're going, like he really did that. Yeah. And he really got hurt. He broke his tailbone.
2: And they're out there on a river. This is not green screen. Like this is John Borman, like hip deep in water with a camera on it and like, they they actually made this this way.
1: Did you know that whole backstory where the, the studio didn't even care? They couldn't, they wouldn't even pay for the insurance. And they're basically like, well, got to make it anyway. And they just like threw those guys out. And there's like three canoe scenes that they actually did.
0: Well, I, the turnaround of the timeline from the book, the book is out in 1970. The movie's made in 72. Yeah. yeah. Like think how fast that is. And I didn't realize that the book was considered like historically 20th century. It made like top 100. lists. Yeah for i had would i would imagine it would have to be like in one category not like one of the top 100 books of any category going into it but that turnaround was so quick and then to your point on the insurance you would imagine with burt like if he'd had a couple of the hits under his belt like none of that doesn't happen it yeah. doesn't happen where they're just so whatever about the insurance part of it
1: yeah i thought i guess as the years passed i thought these were like two huge stars in this movie mm-hmm. But Bert was not a huge star. And John Voigt was like considered ice cold. Like he had had Midnight Cowboy, but it was a couple years yeah, before. Yeah, but he had made a
2: couple of, of he clunkers, made a couple
1: yeah. bombs. So there was like basically no stars in this. Bert's and like but- Ned Beatty, this is his first thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. Ronnie and same Cox for Ronnie too, yeah. Cox. They're theater guys, right? Bert's Bert's IMDB leading up to this movie. He was in Love American style for one episode. Skullduggery, a TV movie called Hunters Are for Killing. That was slow. A TV movie called Run Simon Run. Yeah. 26 episodes of this TV series called Dan August, where he played Lieutenant Dan August. Never heard of that. At least he had the title role. And then he was in a movie called Fuzz. So to say, like, he had nothing going on, like, this guy was basically like a TV actor, but not even like a famous TV actor. Probably like. You know, like from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, it's all that stuff. I don't even know if the, he's as famous as Leo the Al Pacino, in that movie. Musso,
2: and Frank scene where are yeah. talking about now you got to kick this guy's ass so that you can
1: show the audiences that you're like this. But he'd been bouncing around for, you know, 12 years at this point. So this movie comes out and then he's off. He makes Seamus. he makes White Lightning and Longest Yard in 74. But more importantly, he starts going on Carson and becomes like a key Carson guest. And by the mid 70s, he's super famous. He makes Smokey and the Bandit, which to me is one of the great success stories of all time, where it's just him in a car with a truck behind him, and they're like, ah, Smokey and you're right. And that's the movie for two hours, and it made $300 million. <laughs> it was massive. It was like the second biggest, third biggest movie in 1977. So by 77, he's the biggest star in the world,
2: or at least one of the top three. Yeah, But in this movie, he was not. To your point about the, uh, we can go back to Bert, but it was about the book. It does feel like that's a little bit that's something that they did a little bit better in the '70s. Was take these sensational novels, like novels that were like ripping up beach the reads IP and stuff, stuff, yeah, and just be like, we got to get this in theaters in like eighteen months. Yeah, Godfather probably the most famous yeah, example. Jaws but was another one. Uh, Amityville Horror. Yeah. That
0: turnaround is just like, especially when you think about how slow things work in that world. To be like, okay, the book, yeah. Is, like winning awards in nineteen seventy, and then this film is nominated for best picture in seventy two yeah, well, Bert became the breakout
1: star. yeah top gross movies, sort of tourism <laughs> 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 Tor- yeah, tourism actually Georgia was big. I'm gonna give you the top gross movies in nineteen seventy two Godfather one uh-huh, way ahead, everybody else, forty million more than the next one Poseidon adventure what's up, doc? Deliverance is four. Deep Throat is five. What
2: a time it's to be the alive. the fifth biggest yeah.
1: movie of 1972. What are we it, just talking straight tickets or not? DVD 45 million there, right? tickets or sales. And then Jeremiah Johnson Cabaret, The Getaway, Last Tango of Paris, and Ladies Sings the Blues. So this movie was a phenomenon and a big reason was the scene. Wait, I can't believe Deep Throat did yeah. the fifth most at the box office. Oh, yeah. People went all over the place. It was a massive, people were waiting in line. It's really weird.
0: It's hard to imagine.
1: 50 plus years ago. <laughs> wow all right yeah congrats. so then in this movie the the scene became the did you see that moment which happens a few times i don't know if they kept it a secret back then you know like where uh like the crying game when that came out in 93 there was like there's a twist
2: right yeah, there was. and i
1: don't know if they maybe did enough people know about the book at this point i don't but know see, how that played out
0: you know it's kind of funny when you think about though like the the movement of information and i i can't speak to then. it's before i'm even born but the crying game still like we're pre-internet and all you hear about like you end up going to the crying game because you need to find out about the twist, the twist. so i right. wonder if that had the same kind of thing you're right when your do you point.
1: think that ended because i still feel like blair witch blair you still had 90s, it with blair uh fight
2: club kind of like you got away with it right halle
1: berry going tapas and swordfish <laughs> yeah i think that that was i don't know. widely distributed information <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think once the internet really kicked in i don't think you could do that like even there's a couple movies which is a
0: good call because people were still trying to argue it was real.
1: Yeah,
2: I well, I thought it was real. I saw it in the theater in Cambridge, Ken, and you left Kendall and we're Square. Like, is that I was yeah. like, That happened. That's so I saw it in Kendall Square too. <laughs> yeah, that
1: would have been weird if we were at the same theater. I think I saw it. it
3: real? We are. <laughs> uh,
1: that's such a
0: good call, though, crazy. When you think about what was the last thing where it was like you didn't know.
1: What to expect? They no, tried I, to do it with Paranormal Activity, but people were kind of onto it. At no,
2: point. But, no, but but there's there's really like Blair. I mean, Texas Chainsaw Massacre had a little bit of that because it was so snuff filmy. People were like, "What the fuck am I watching?" Yeah, but Blair, Witch was the one where people were just like, "So, did they find these tapes somewhere?" Or like, In "Usual what
0: Suspects" is before that.
2: No, you you're right. But that's a good example. That's, but a, that's good a good right. example of yeah. one where it's like, "Man, you have to see this. You're never." But you really... also
0: can't know, yeah. or it ruins the
1: movie. I ruined it for my buddy Jacko. You ruined
0: he usual He pissed suspects. me off. We were Did hanging
1: you? out. Yeah. <laughs> hey, look, look. I, this isn't the I was same. Like, level. By the way, Kaiser says <laughs> Kevin Spacey. He's like, fuck you.
0: Why? Uh, this isn't the same. But like, we had a buddy. Well, he's still a buddy. I was texting with him today, Hal, where guys were talking up Shawshank in 94, right? Because I just rem- I remember oh, where I was in my dorm room. And he's like, dude, he didn't do it. <laughs> 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 and, and my, my roommate's like, I cannot believe he fucking just told you. And I was like, well, I'm not a detective, but the title gives away <laughs> the <redemption> some, part. <laughs> like, I think I will still. Enjoy, and I hate, like, I won't watch trailers of movies that I know I want to see because yeah, I, I don't yeah. like clues. Trailers give away way too much. It's, I hate knowing at least in storytelling, anything that's going to happen. But yeah, how I go into it the whole time being like, I guess Dufresne actually is instant innocent, innocent because of how. So there you go.
1: That was one where I didn't know how what was happening. I thought Under the Rock. We talked about this when we did the shushing Pud. Yeah. I thought it was the gun that he killed his wife with. Right. And instead, it was the thing for Red. I was like, oh my God, this is the greatest movie ever. He left Red a note and Money. Gone Girl was like that too. That was probably the last one.
2: Yeah, but Gone Girl- The last had, ten, because I didn't know about the twist. To, to the book point, I think Gone Girl had permeated the culture enough as a book that people were like, ah, okay. Blue Chips, I- I knew I knew they were gonna
1: win win the big game, and that he was gonna resign. I found out. Um, the uh, no, you're good at that. The big scene in mm-hmm. this movie is so disturbing and has not lost any of its disturbing aspects. And it's like I th- I think the part that breaks me the most is Ned Beatty just kind of gives up at some point. Yeah, and I don't know how they filmed that or how they decided that whole thing. But there's this moment where he's just like. This is, and I don't ever remember seeing a movie scene like that before, where it's just, there's this moment, you could just kind of see it in his eyes, and then they have to deal with it the rest of the movie. I'm pretty sure, like, they're not hanging out three years later. It's like, hey, you seen Bobby lately? No. Oh, that's the best part, is when it's just like, see you, Bobby, like, never yeah. gonna, we're never going to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, we'll never, probably never mention it to anybody.
0: I was anxious going up to it. I mean, I would watch it in college. This is not one I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to chill out and throw on. uh, I'm just going to pick it up wherever. Yeah. It's not one of these movies. I'd argue. I don't even know if it is a rewatchable. uh, Because I'm not. Like, I had to buy it to watch it for this. And I'm like. I don't know that I'm gonna watch
3: it. (laughs) Is this a smart investment? Right. No, it wasn't.
0: I mean, I bought some bad movies, but this this isn't a bad one. It's just it's just at no point am I like, eh, I'm just gonna just chill. Just want to space out a little mentally here. (laughs) It's just not what this is. I was anxious going into it, knowing what was gonna happen again, remembering the first time I saw the scene and the whole deal. But yeah, I mean, when you're doing the unanswerable questions, like I don't think six months later you guys are like, hey, Band of Dunes. (laughs) (laughs) Like,
1: I don't do you golf trip? Can the four of you ever get together again? Definitely not. <laughs> well, three, I guess. Yeah. I think from a rewatchable standpoint, because this movie was on a lot uh-huh. in the 80s, 90s. It definitely was in the cable rotation. I did like watching the canoe stuff. The canoe stuff, But I, cool. I never yeah. knew that it was, like, if your fucking channel's like, oh, man, the the canoe part. How'd there's they do this? It was like this... one of those had to do this, not realizing, oh, they're just trying to kill these guys.
2: There's also like, there's a couple of really ambiguous scenes in this where it's cool to go kind of back and watch like do you see ron do you see drew get shot do yeah. you see like can you tell it's the mountain man the right mountain man that he kills with the dentures and everything we're gonna get into all i that can't stuff.
1: wait to talk about that so this was nominated for best picture john borman for best director best film editing godfather won that year bob fossey won for cabaret nobody from the four guys got nominated i don't I think Bert could have won for best support or got, got nominated for best supporting. You know, actor. You even I thought he did void the best
2: for an actor. We're to talk
1: about. I have a couple of void issues in this movie.
0: I have
2: a lot of
1: issues with this movie. Just so you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I was can't surprised. wait. I have a lot of pick and nits. Like when I went through it, I went. How do you feel about this now? <laughs> oh. Dueling banjos won the 1974 Grammy Award for Best Country Instrumental
2: Performance. Did they? But they weren't. They didn't do Dueling Banjos at the Oscars, right? And they did not. That's too bad. And then our guy, Roger Ebert, who has just not been happy with One Word Movie Month no. coming off our... Uh, He's ha- not happy with the the first of the non-One Word Movie Month. Yeah, the
1: next week's One Word Movie Month was really not happy with. Two and a half stars for this. He said, quote, totally fails in its attempt to make some kind of significant statement about its action. It's possible to consider civilized men in confrontation with the wilderness without throwing in rapes, cowboy and Indian stunts, and pure exploitative sensationalism i think rob i mean not enough story for rash we know he's a story guy Mm -hmm. but i do think he missed some of the point of this movie was that it doesn't matter what's going on wherever you live when you're out here everybody's equal and you don't fucking know what's gonna
2: happen yeah you know i think that there's also this movie has gives birth to slash exists in a continuum of like american grindhouse b movies that are yeah. pretty raw. Like there's like there's like a big rape revenge horror subgenre of horror that comes like in the 70s. I spit there's, on your
1: grave. Yeah, like up. this yeah. is just
2: like maybe Raj was just like it's not for me. And Tarantino say he loves this movie in his yeah. book. Wow.
0: Well, which makes a lot of sense. I mean, he loves The vengeance. Pulp Fiction thing
1: yeah. is was basically you could say it's an homage. You could say it's even something more about uh the Ned Beatty scene. All right, we'll take a break and then we're gonna do uh the categories. This episode is supported by State Farm. Think about your first reaction after you have an accident. What do you do? You scream, oh no, or man, why did this happen? On the flip side, let's say you buy a new car or you lease a new car. Get in there and it smells great and you're like, man, this is awesome. But just remember, really the only words you need to remember are like a good neighbor. State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to somebody. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. This episode is brought to you by Mint Mobile. Spring comes with a lot of chores because, you know, spring cleaning. One thing you can clean up right away, your phone bill just switch to Mint Mobile. They have unlimited talk, text, data plans for $15 a month when you buy a three-month plan. $15 a month. That's like, you can subscribe to two movie channels for that. I mean, what a great deal. Also, super easy to switch plans. Everyone gets so intimidated by, oh my God, I don't know if I should switch my plan. It's not that hard. To get this new customer offer, go to mintmobile.com slash rewatch. That's us. That's mintmobile.com slash rewatch. $45 upfront payment required, equivalent to fifteen dollars a month for a first three-month plan only. Speeds slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Most rewatchable scene... <laughs> Maybe, maybe use a different, (laughs) different phrasing for this. Uh, most memorable scene we'll go with this time, right? Most, most iconic scene in relation to
0: like a way a film is remembered. Like, if you think of all the movies that we spend time talking about, and all like it's hard to beat this one on like the scene. Scarface has multiple the scenes. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, this is like Luke Skywalker learning Darth Vader's dad. Like that's what this scene is. And that's in in a way, you know, it's it's a series of movies. This is one of those
2: deals where everybody immediately knows what you're talking about because of this scene. And that's I don't know what else is at this level. Probably the only thing I can think of at this level is when Affleck goes into the florist in the town. He's like, I gave her a little taste. (laughs) (laughs) Just an immediate calling card movie, you know? (laughs) He's trying to grease up Priscilla with the town. (laughs) Dropping it
1: Plus now. That I, now that I think about it, <laughs> uh, well, I've dueling banjos, which also won the Kid Cuddy pursuit of happiness award for best needle drop.
2: Damn spoiler.
1: seems really good and really weird and just like incredibly... The 70s just would be like,
2: let's just do a music video for like five minutes in this movie. How about that? Ron Cox is really into it. Like in Butch and Sundance where they're just riding bikes and listening yeah. to music for a while. You're just like, what?
1: And, they, and It's like, all right, man, this is going now. This is, went from like a little back and forth to like, now we're playing a real
0: song. <laughs> it's kind of like in a TV series, you know, The Office. They're like, wait, you can ice skate? <laughs> like, yeah, Michael Scott can ice skate. Like, he's awesome at it. I'm like, okay, let's figure that out. Let's work that in. And all of a sudden, Cox, they're like... Wait, you're like a legitimate folk guitarist? Yeah, he was good. Like,
1: okay. And where did they find the kid? Okay, do you know the story of this? I I mean, I have it later, but do you want to do it now? Go. So in the book, the director apparently
0: was really tough, okay? So he was like, find me a black albino. And they were like, "Mm, that's not going to be easy. And so they saw this kid, and they were like, this would be perfect for this whole idea of, you know, Whatever that family tree is all about, um, he's just this kid who's out on the out there playing the banjo. And they saw this this kid, and they cast him immediately just because of the way he looked. Uh, the banjo player's playing the actual banjo behind him, putting his arms through. Yeah, it's so creepy. Um, the kid himself didn't know how to play the banjo at all. It, the, if you really go deep on um, on this guy, I don't, I don't know. If Billy Redding. yeah, yeah, Billy, like. There's a YouTube, there's all these YouTube videos of him, and they're like, Can you play the banjo? He's like, Nope. And somebody <laughs> hands him a banjo, and they're like, Can you play it? And he's like, All right. And he just starts as if I gave one to you right now yeah. and said, Play a banjo. That's and he's the- like, I, I can't play it. And then there's this other interview, he's like, How much did this movie change your life? He's like, Not at all. I yeah. wash toilets at
2: Walmart. He got like, Jesus. He was like, I used to get 20 bucks a month from the movie company. But then my wife kicked me out and they kept sending checks to her and I never got 20 (laughs) bucks again. It was just like, holy shit. But yeah, the, the, the he should have learned how to play the banjo. He looks if better now. If you're the now. banjo guy, like learn how to do it. But asking that guy, like, do you know how to play the banjo? And He's like, nope. It's kind of like Kyle. And they Sh- hand him Kyle Shanahan going like, up to Christian McCaffrey, like, <laughs> can you play quarterback? And he's like, nope.
0: But
3: <laughs> like, I fucking I change helmets. Let's go. I,
0: I would love to know who. I mean, if I could research more, but there was all these different videos of him on YouTube, and then whoever was like, well, we fucking brought the banjo. Just like, yeah, have him have him strum it a yeah. couple times, and he was like, no, I don't. He just looked a very specific way and it becomes a really important part of like how weird that movie's gonna get yeah I, you know i mean between that and then the the girl like they went out and found people like they knew what they were doing the, on the, the local part
1: yeah
2: So like the town when aflux started casting some of the locals it's a really great bit too where it's like it, every one of those trips it, there's always like the guy's like should i bring my guitar right you guys think there's room in the canoe for my guitar <laughs> <laughs> I'll just bring it I'll
1: just no no I'll, I'll bring it right like, <laughs> a, he's running, he's bringing God damn his guitar. it crew.
2: Jesus
0: <laughs> yeah I thought about that too because that guy sucks all yeah. the time yeah but you know canoeing lack of entertainment yeah right at
1: the campfire just like this is great
0: although, this guy's doing
2: American but folkways it's
1: the early 70s
3: there yeah. wasn't
0: a lot to do although Ned Beatty being like I'm gonna go fuck my sleeping bag just <laughs> like you know <laughs> You know, especially when guys are like hanging out. Like I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm. My rules are like I don't. Yeah, I want to hear just fucking. I had to watch that scene like three like, times. I'm I get like, it. What but is he like, talking don't about? Don't be
1: super sherry about that. Yeah, that that's pretty weird. Yeah.
2: I have to uh, behind
1: a tree. I have All the right. canoe scene. The first canoe. The new, scene
2: The opening canoeing. Attaboy.
3: Attaboy. Get with it. Every move you make, call it out now, Drew. I'm behind you. Yeah. Here. Right here we go. See how fast we can shoot this little bush down here. What is this? Is this some fast water
1: we're coming up to? All right, just, just get in behind Lewis there. Look at this. It's, it's still so a little lit.
0: It's so funny that they, they tease you with, like, you know this isn't going to go great, but yeah. we'll make it kind of like... And I think Ned Beatty's legit struggling, which is good, because that yeah. guy's supposed to struggle being like, hey, I'm not really ready for this.
1: So allegedly, he was the best canoe person out of the four. He had the most experience. I... Th- Thought Reynolds was a bit when he's wearing the sleeveless vest to begin with, but then you're like, oh, he's just gonna go with this the whole time. I don't even know, do They even sell that anymore?
0: I don't even know what that is. I looked it up. I want to buy one. I love the look, <laughs> but I mean, it can only be it can only be summed up as like the bad decision vest because it doesn't. It <laughs> yeah, does what look, does it go like, like? What is that? Is that scuba? What yeah. is that? It's it just a seems like
1: scuba vest.
0: The yeah. thing is, is
2: that like. It's it's like that's like shark hunting wear. Yeah, like, it what you, make a ton you, It's of just sense. like canoe trip. Like you're not going deep sea diving. He has like the dive watch too. Yeah, it's like just in case we get about twenty feet down, I can still tell time. But he's already in the vest. Yeah. By the time they get there.
1: Yeah. yeah. If they remade this movie in the last like eight years, that guy definitely would have owned a tech company and had like gadgets and stuff, and would have had the vest and put a whole thing, and would have had a smart watch yeah. that he would have been like studying his.
0: Bad signal though. They'd have to be like, I
1: can't. (laughs) Definitely a bad (laughs) signal. That's a fourteen, and I, I just, um, well, we got the squeal like a pig scene. Did we? Did we cover enough of this? Because I feel like we kind of are avoiding it. No, I think we got to talk about it now. Um, man, first of all, way longer than I remembered. Mm -hmm. So long. It goes on for forever, for a long time, and they really stay on void for a while.
2: And I think that did invent. Let's go through it a little bit, beat by beat. Yeah, Let's, they because we, we're, we're doing the deliverance we watchables we don't have to skip through it I know you're not getting uncomfortable but my I'm favorite not, I'm not uncomfortable the best part about it is like Ned Beatty tries to be like river only flows one way captain like he's just trying to give him a little shit and yeah. you're just like as soon as it goes bad you're like well this is going real bad and like the first time they touch his face and you're like hey what's, what's going on here these guys yeah. getting a little grabby and it just rolls from there, and they do a really good job. This isn't a farmer's market. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> lingering. They do a really good job not cutting. There's like some really long shots so that you can see sort of the face touch is
0: incredible. By yeah, the
2: way. and the yeah. way that like they circle and circle them, and like you know, you're like run away, right? Like you guys should just run, but like you can see that they just feel trapped by these guys. Yeah, they're paralyzed for reasons that I'm not or unclear.
1: But then as it starts going, they make that decision to basically keep the camera right. on void. Um, as we're hearing all these as other he's stuff, belted to the tree. Which it became a horror movie. I feel like a lot of horror movies have done versions of that. So like even you, Pulp Fiction borrowed yeah. it. Yeah, 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 Where it has Bruce Willis's face. I Pulp Fiction, I think, cribbed a lot of that scene. With basically they did the nineteen nineties version of the same thing. I think it's just that it's
2: happening in the valley. So you're like, it's a little bit more disordered. Yeah.
0: You know, in Pulp Fiction you're there like nobody's going anywhere (laughs) in this you're still kind of in that mode of like rooting for the to not happen you're you're like you idiots you know and Mm -hmm. then all the things that kind of led up to it is where Ned Beatty's sick of Burt Reynolds and then they're like all right you go in the other because if Burt's involved in that initial transaction none of this happens right right okay if Voight's involved like it's it play you have the two guys that are more marks yeah get off And they're completely oblivious, the face touching. And yeah, in the movie, I'm like, is Ned Beatty supposed to like not run around in a circle in the woods? And you're like, what's his cardio issue? (laughs) Yeah, And it just kind of like, you're right, it goes on for so long. And you're still, which I think maybe is a great execution of the scene, is that you're still somehow hoping it's not
2: going to happen. That's a great point. When you know it's happening. And each time you're like... Oh, if they had just not made right. If they had not said something about like the whiskey still, or if they had just right, not right, right. kind of given them shit about like. And he's like, Ain'tree River, don't go to Ain'tree. Like, it's just like, ah, man, this is crazy.
1: Squeal like a pig is tough and disturbing as yeah. hell. Um, but if you're
0: gonna do the scene, then you know, go for it, right? Yeah, yeah. If well, they if did. You're, if you're <laughs> if you're telling the story, <laughs> um, you know, and that that, I mean, look the the execution of it we're still uncomfortable with it this many years later. So if you're talking about like making a point,
2: you also on. have
1: the, you got a pretty mouth. Yeah. Um, where it's like, oh God, they're going for Voight too. And then you see Bert in the background. It's really cool how he's in the back and then
2: he comes into focus, kills the guy and then he makes the Burt Reynolds. I think the brilliance of the, the movie ultimately face. is rooted in the fact that like you're just, your expectations are always subverted and And even after this, it's not like it's not like you're like, yeah, John Voight triumphed over the wilderness and got revenge for his buddy. It's like he just barely gets out by the skin. Yeah, he basically survived. Yeah, yeah. Beatty's face
1: after that is just the all time shell shocked. What the fuck just happened to me? Face, and then they have to move on, which gets to the next scene: the big canoe, the crash scene. Yeah, which is fucking unbelievable. I can't believe those guys filmed this and that any of them just, like they. there's quotes from Ned Beatty that we'll get to later where he's just like, well, if they told me if I die, they'll just figure out what to do the rest of the
2: movie. Yeah. Um, it's nuts to rewatch this. The the best piece of like half-assed internet, one of the best pieces is just in that second canoe crash. They kept doing it with a dummy and Reynolds is just like, goes up to Borman. He's like, what's it look like? And he goes, it looks like a dummy in a canoe. And he's like, all right, I'll do it. Like, and, and it's just, I, I mean, mean, conflicting
1: it, reports of like that he woke up in a hospital bed <laughs> or whether yeah. he just got hurt or, yeah but he definitely got wiped out in a hard way.
0: Okay. But you guys have been like canoeing before yeah. rafting. Like if you wanted to make the shot work, it doesn't mean you're going to die. Sure. Like, I mean, guys they, could scout they, ahead and go, Hey, there's actually not a ton of rocks here and you could go over it. Just
1: not used to seeing this with the four people that if any of them get hurt, they can't keep filming the movie. That's what's unusual.
0: I think about the it. Death ratio here is a lot lower than maybe we're discussing. Like you on major so?
2: movie sets. Can you the canoe
1: the canoe things overrated? <laughs> I I don't know. I mean, if if you you're
0: sitting there 50 years ago and you have to make a movie and all these guys are kind of, you know, other than Void, who'd had, you know, a couple big swings in the past. I'm I don't think it's that crazy to jump out of a canoe, especially if there's some technical people around that. Knew the well they area. said that Badio
1: bus drowned and somebody had to jump in and like pull him out right. from the bottom. All right, so maybe I'm maybe I'm not selling it enough then. Well, you know another thing that happened. So our next scene, John Voigt climbs a fucking cliff. Yeah. That really happened. He just climbed they they were like, We don't know how to cheat this, and they just had him climb it. And he just kind of figured out how to climb it. The a shots cliff. of him
2: on the cliff face are unreal. Yeah. I mean, I guess they're doing day for night so that's I think Cruz got inspired by this. Yeah, I'm sure Cruz is it
1: delivers one one of John Vo Voigt can fucking do this. Anyway, they did that. We also have John Boyd shoots a guy and dies and does the dead body rope trick. It was enjoyable. <laughs>
2: that's a trick? That's one of the guys do a lot? We have the second... Is that, is that a badge? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's a trick.
1: We have the second crazy canoe scene. Mm-hmm. Like We didn't just have one. We have the second one that's just as harrowing um, with poor Bert in the in the canoe screaming. and I don't know how he doesn't fall out. He's got his femur sticking sideways out of us. thing. Oh, Mike.
2: Rough. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh Mike. Lewis Medlock. <laughs> his femur sticking out. I mean, how can you not love canoeing? <laughs> hey, Lewis, how tough is he?
1: Is this guy tough or what? Just bouncing around in the canoe. You trying to tell me he doesn't like camping? <laughs> <laughs> I wish we could damn this river every week. I know it doesn't look like he loves it, Mike, but he loves this. He loves it.
2: Uh, this guy Drew I love when somebody brings a guitar on a canoe trip (laughs) just it's an entertainment Mike you gotta love it (laughs) we have Voight versus the sheriff look chef
1: we've been through quite a lot I don't know what's wrong with your man now Mr. Queen's got a brother-in-law back up in there somewhere he took off hunting a couple of three days ago and nobody's heard from him since and uh mr queen thought maybe all might have happened up on him somewhere
0: well we didn't
1: hey don't let him go these boys is lying the sheriff seems pretty good yeah. it's like oh man this is not gonna work out for these guys then it does and then we have Goodbye, Ed. Goodbye, Bobby. I don't think I will see, be seeing you for a while. <laughs> it's like that that's a, to say the least. Um, I don't know, most rewatchable scene. I'm not I'm not gonna go with Squeal like a pig. I'm gonna go with uh the big canoe crash scene is my favorite.
2: I'm one. going to add on a cliff.
1: Okay. Banjo. Banjo's great.
2: Banjo's awesome.
0: Because when that when that would come on, and then we used to have Irish happy hour at the last chance in college. And what happens at Irish guy. Happy Hour? Is it just time of the day it just just means you get to drink earlier (laughs) and then it's like it just means the rest of the night is way more of a fucking mystery but uh they would have they had a banjo guy and they would occasionally just end it with this just duel he and the guitar and people i've never seen people drinking listening to this song not go absolutely wild
1: you know the other song that's like that is that charlie daniels song yeah Devil went down to Georgia. Yeah, people fucking love that song. You that song comes country. on the whole bar. Yeah. yeah, whole bars into that song.
2: Wait, you've been in bars where people just start going off to "Devil Goes Down to Georgia." I've been in
1: bars where the band, whatever the oh, house okay. band, played that song and people fucking went nuts. That's wow, it's a great call. Yeah, it's really that's like a high approval rating song. What stage the best? We mentioned Bert's sleeveless wetsuit. Not sure. Not sure if that's available <laughs> in stock right now. in it It's
0: it's dicey. <laughs> There's some body glove stuff there, but I don't I don't know if I trust the. It's three
1: millimeter. <laughs> um, the hierarchy of the buddies and how it flips when Bert gets hurt—I li- I like. I think that one's good. It's also the alpha just dog like the, the crew.
2: archetypes. It's just great, Lord of the Flies yeah. style. Like Drew's the sensitive one who brings like art to the wild, and you know Lewis is the survivalist man of action.
1: I like canoeing movies. I really like the River Wild. Do you have a canoe? Do you own? No, it? Have I you, I've have never... you been on a canoe trip? Like a long time ago, not yeah. anytime recently. It's been a while for
2: me too. Yeah, I went, I went
1: in Craftsbury middle school. Lamar. But I like that whole. It's so happy, but there's like this menacing undertone. Anytime you're in a canoe in a movie, it just feels like this isn't gonna go great. <laughs> Something's gonna happen. And then something to usually this happened. Well, it's a movie. So
0: eventually, yeah. yeah. If know. it was
2: just like a really cool canoe trip, like Roger here <laughs>
0: apparently just wanted everybody to have a good time. Yeah.
3: <laughs> it's a straight flag. Why couldn't we have
2: gotten
0: some
1: more guitar playing? Like, we made this in like well under 12
3: hours. <laughs> it's
1: great. Rod, three stars. This is my favorite. What's Age the Best? Incredible dead guy performance. They kill the rapist, and that guy is in there as a dead guy for like seven more scenes. They're carrying him around. Yeah. He's upside down. They're burying You're him. They're checking his he's dentures. Just, he's just pretending he's dead, like staring up. And he always looks dead. It looks like he's actually dead.
0: Pulls the arrow out way after. Yeah. It's not yeah. immediate. And as you, they're discussing what they're going to do.
1: Normally, when somebody's dead for that long on screen, you see something. Like you see like his chest go up and down or you see a blank. But that guy looked
2: fucking dead. Are you, are you suggesting just one Oscar, that guy? I thought about it. Honestly,
0: between he and the cucumber lady, Dion Waiters for me. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: Would Would you have for the? What else do you have for? What's edge best for? Move on. Uh,
2: well, I just thought that the the entire movie basically gets laid out and somewhat tipped off in the conversation that those guys have in the in the credit sequence is just they even talk about the rape of the land. You know? Oh yeah, but Reynolds. There's just like all the thematic stuff that's going to be grappled with is essentially what feels like a throwaway conversation of overlapping mm. Robert Altman dialogue so I, I love that and uh I kind of really I really loved the the mini mystery of like does Drew get shot who shot him is it that guy I'd forgotten how how ambiguous and also like because Ed is Ed he's kind of needs it to be the right man who he killed because like the idea that there's just some random hunter out there on the on the mountainside is like that would yeah. that would be a sin for him, you know.
1: I did rewind that to slow mode. There's what no sh- gunshot for he definitely Drew. Fu- he definitely just has a meltdown, Drew. Yeah,
2: you think he just throws himself in the water because he can't? Handle I just what think they did. he had like a
0: nervous breakdown. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if this is a good pivot then
1: from good to bad.
2: For are what we the with, worst? Are we
1: done with good? We're not. We're not. Do you have done any more? Would say well, we have what age the worst coming up later. You want to save it? Yeah, I'm going to save it then. All right. Any what age the best? um
0: maybe just planning yeah better planning yeah but I hey what that. do you what do you want to do next time we go do something i don't know not have our cars just leave them with strangers with the
2: grinder brothers right right, right. <laughs> right
0: insulting them immediately yeah <laughs> yeah you know uh maybe maybe we'll get off on the left side of the bank with more clearage yeah
1: next time oh fair would you have for the big kahuna burger award
2: best use of food and drink. Well, clearly the 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 lodge that they go to at the end. of getting the meal?
1: Yeah. yeah. What did they, they, I couldn't tell what they the, served like. corn is delicious.
0: Yeah, <laughs> okay. That the lady, corn. though, remember her talking about the cucumbers? She yeah. Goes, they measured it. She was on fire. She had like two lines.
1: <laughs> Cucumber lady. Because they
0: clearly just went, hey, keep casting the locals. Yeah. Local dinner, you're going to have it. And usually a lot of times that can be a disaster. Yeah. Those people were incredible. Like, clearly they weren't actors. And all of a sudden, it's just, they nailed it. Like, I don't think they were actors. Yeah. I think those were all just locals that they cast for that final and it's dinner so, scene. It's
2: so awesome when, like, like Bobby's just like, yeah, this is delicious, and it's just, like, crying at the table. We didn't talk about that enough. This movie does a really good job of pivoting, where the,
1: it feels like they're safe, and then there's another 15 minutes where it's like...
2: Are they going to turn on locals, each other? Are the locals, their friends? Is yeah. There,
1: yeah, is Ned Beatty going to turn? Is they, like, what's the deal with the sheriff? What's going to happen? Can they keep their story together? And it's like uneasy in a totally different way than it was when they're on the river I, li- I like it it's smart uh, it's a great
0: part of the movie yeah because it it would be too abrupt it would it would like I, there's a couple things that i will get to a little bit later but i'm with you i think that last like a lot of times are movies like the tombstone ending you're like it are, didn't the movie just end yeah. yeah oh it's not over yet okay now it's over and tombstone ends like seven times yeah and it just is too much this
1: d- drags but like in the best way yeah it's smart Den of Thieves' Benihana Award for scene-stealing locations. has got to be the river. Even that opening shot. Sure. Just how fucking cool the r- giant river is. What would you have for Great Shock Order Award, Chris? Most
2: cinematic shot. I had the, you know, the I had cliff? The, the cliff. The cliff yeah. face and, and Voight getting stabbed on his own arrow. And that's, I thought that was just a great shot. Mm. And I think they do, for the for the nighttime stuff, I think they're doing day for night. So they, they shoot it during the day and then f- with a filter, it makes it look like it's night. Mm. But it gives it that really eerie feel.
1: The Mallory Rubin Award for did this movie need a better sex scene? I'm going to go with no on that. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> the, uh, the Butch's Girlfriend Award for weak link of the film. So I'm confused by canoe trips. So they're going. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you just keep going in that direction? or How does it circle back around? It doesn't where circle. You up, That's why they need the guys
2: to drive the car. Yeah.
0: A lot of canoe trips or any white right rafting that you drop your car off somewhere and then they bust you yeah because so like when i I used to done, do them
2: by... in middle school and they, they are was that clear enough yeah that's why they gotta get the grinder brothers that's oh. why i'm the gonna car... a text like right but, when to ryan's that. point the fucking funniest thing is that they're <laughs> like we're gonna drive for however many hours to get to this river in the middle of nowhere i have no plan for how we're gonna get the cars down there yeah hey yeah. you mind
0: like yeah. we don't like you trust you you won't talk to us the banjo kids get at banjo not super friendly there's like a weird thing going on in this room with another old lady. Like we're dropping a lot of clues that this isn't super safe. Hey, we don't know you. Will you take our cars down for 40 bucks after we insulted you? (laughs) Yeah, no problem.
2: I have to, I, for some reason, and I'm going to cut you off on the road and just like, yeah,
0: right. Yeah. By the way, very, that, that's a really good tell. Like the way that that scene was shot. Like I had to just, I had to bring it up to mount the camera to have Bert. And was it Voight mm -hmm. in the car together? And Bert's clearly just driving like a maniac through the woods and it was all real. And Void's kind of like, Jesus, dude, like, that right. was really good. It <laughs> yeah, yeah. almost as like somebody told Bert, like,
1: you ass yeah, yeah. Yeah. if you
0: crash this, we don't care.
1: I just misunderstood that scene. I haven't seen this. I thought they were moving the cars to a different no, spot. No, because when you go on a canoe
0: trip, usually it's like down. you're part
2: of a group. They're There's driving on
0: top and then the cars are going to be brought. Yeah, down. One I'm person's going to have a lot of
1: canoe trips lately.
0: What we should do a
2: Rewatchables canoe trip. Okay.
1: Yeah. Craig, book
2: that. <laughs> Did you have a butcher's girlfriend or no? I mean, so there's the weak link of the movie where it's like, this is my least favorite part and then there's the weak link of the crew and I, I would probably say Drew is yeah, the Drew. weak link.
1: He's just a dumb guy who yeah. can play the banjo and that's about it. Guitar.
2: And had a fucking aneurysm and fell out of a kadu, Guitar, yeah. yeah. What stage the worst for Solo?
0: I do think that they're uh, purposely vague and the execution years later isn't as good. It didn't bother me when I was younger because I think I was still like, you know, processing the the scene, but the Drew falling out of the canoe. So I was I was actually frustrated watching it again years later because I was like, Are you guys trying to be like cool, vague in the storytelling? And this is another layer of mystery in this movie. I
2: just think it's poorly executed. Like I think they actually do a really bad job of it. So this. you would rather have either heard the gunshot or just had it be explicit what happens to him. Yeah, because it doesn't it doesn't make it, it's too
0: quick. Um they Try to sell you the idea that he could have been shot because Burt Reynolds is looking up as he's canoeing. They did that on purpose. They wanted him looking at the ridge overhead as if there was something that he was worried about. But it doesn't, it's still, that's not sold enough that it doesn't really make a ton of sense. And then- Drew clearly, like, he's not listening to anything. It goes on, it's not this abrupt thing where he's having any kind of dialogue and then it's over. He's kind of checked out mentally. So now what they want us to believe is that he's so traumatized by what they just did or the decision that they came to that like 40 minutes later, he's like, I'm just going to kill myself. Yeah. That doesn't make a ton of sense to me. In the movie. Can I counter? Yep, but I'll just explain it. In the book, when they run into his body later on, They apparently examine the body and they found that he is shot. Yeah. They decided to change it in the movie. So something that
2: could have happened on the rocks or something. Right.
0: The director says he refused to continue anymore. That was the director's interpretation and changing it from the book. And so I feel like that's a really it was a tough sell for me to feel that he all of a sudden just wanted to kill himself because he was mad about their collective decision moments before.
1: You he, he semi sold me on that one. It's probably better if he got sniped. You'd rather have it def- definitive, or no. the next day. Because my counter was going to be, I think he was just this overmatched guy, not like the sharpest tool in the shed, who was literally having a nervous breakdown in front of us for like forty-five seconds on the canoe. Because the guy's like, "Hey, Drew," and he's talking to him, and, yeah, he's and Drew's answering. just like, he's you could see him like falling apart. And then it's just like he almost had a seizure and just fell over. I, don't I need even one think more it was scene.
0: A- then I need a hint at him falling apart mentally, and then the execution of that. It was yeah. it was too. It's too abrupt. I mean, again, it I felt know it's like a nervous nominated. breakdown.
2: Maybe you're right. Maybe yeah, I, I think maybe it's both. A, I think he's having a nervous seconds. breakdown, and he probably gets shot. But even if he gets shot, that is actually a pretty pretty good marksmanship by. And
1: then when he drove to the basket and just kicked it out when he had the layup, <laughs> I just was like, "What the fuck, man!" <laughs> you, do, oh no I'm sorry I thought we were talking about Ben Simmons um more would stage the worst for me young John Voight just looks like Angelina Jolie it's disturbing like they really look that alike didn't,
2: didn't that didn't occur to me at yeah,
1: all I once, I, once. once I noticed it I was like <laughs> Jesus um Ned Beatty's teeth what's going on with his teeth in this movie I had a question I'm so the glad you brought this up is, it's like they're like dark
2: isn't that what guys in the 70s teeth I, look really? like? Really?
0: I don't know. He was in theater, not English theater. Here's my question for you. I'm so glad you brought this up because I was wondering, did his agent like send in his headshot? They're like, hey, they're casting this thing. And then Ned Beatty's like, I cannot brush my teeth for six months. <laughs> right, and then they're like, No, you didn't get one of the hillbilly roles. Right, you are one to You're going to be one of the city slickers. He th- he's I like playing well,
1: Purdy Mouth. I know. Yeah, he's
0: like, Fuck, I've been. I mean, let my teeth rot here in anticipation of this role. I it's just want so if they disturbing. Was there a disconnect between the agent and the casting director?
2: No crest white strips back then. What else do you have for age the worst? I think we've made uh, a lot of advancements with depicting femur break sunscreen. And this one's pretty disturbing because it's, like, I think early in the days of, like, let's just show it. Let's see what kind of rating we get for this. And it just looks like a chicken cutlet is hanging off his leg. It's in the wrong spot. It's, it's bad. It's, it's yeah. like a it's, hot but it's,
0: cheese at times. Yeah, but yeah. I was, like,
2: I, for a second, I was, like, oh, does he have, like, a sock t- tied around his knee already? And I was, like, oh, no, that's supposed to be, like, the fat and muscle and bone sticking out. And it's really gross. Not good. Yeah. Plus, that's that's such, like, a big,
1: giant, long bone in your body. I don't know if it would go sideways like that should have been lower. Though. I would have gone lower tibia for that there one. There you go. Anyone say the worst for you other than what we
0: covered? I'll tell you another part of the mystery storytelling of the final scene on the cliff there, where it's not necessarily the final scene. Um, very classic beat of Voight when he takes the shot at the deer. He can't. Yeah. Hand trembling. Don't love that scene, to be honest with you. I get what you're trying to sell us because then there's going to be some sort of coming full circle later on where he has to make a similar decision with higher stakes. I mean, again, this isn't new. Um, but then he falls on his own arrow, which they even admit how absurd that is because then they have the doctor address it almost to sell it more to us. Yeah. the doctor's like, damnedest thing I ever seen. And you're like, <laughs> yeah. he sort of rolled <laughs> over onto his own arrow. Yeah. And then again, the vagueness, much like drew being shot is, is this the right guy? Is this purdy mouth guy? And then they go, well, they mess with us with the teeth and the dental plate. When in fact, the dental plate, like, I don't know if that guy has a dental plate. I don't know if he owns one. I think at that part in the game, he's, he doesn't care. He ran back
2: and put the dental plate. Yeah. He was like, let
0: me, let me just, if I'm going to go a little further from camp, I want to look presentable. So so there's this, (laughs) is it an unnecessary fucking with the audience or 50 years ago where people like, oh, I don't know what's going on. Cause then you were going through the credits. It is the same guy. It's clearly the same guy. If you look at it, it's just mountain man. They put a hat on him in one scene. They don't. Then the argument, and it's like, well, it's a different gun too. Okay, but they took his gun. They were in a super huge hurry to get rid of all firearms. Where I don't know that I, that would have been my decision <laughs> really at the time. Going back earlier, there, yeah. that's
1: like, a good nitpick. Yeah, yeah I like, had all that right, too. all
0: these guys are honest. Who knows how many? Let's get rid of anything that can defend us. Great idea. Chuck them. <laughs> Wouldn't have done that. Don't worry, I got my bow and arrow. I'm we're so all set. There, yeah. there are forums on is it the same guy? It's the same actor. And I believe it's the same guy. I don't know if that's executed as well. So I had two real problems with this.
2: So I guess the, it's supposed to. Ask I thought the it was question, a different guy. I got to be is honest. Is it? Oh, I always thought it was the same guy. But it's supposed to be like if it's not the same guy, it's more like oh no.
0: Right. And I, I, I get what they're trying to do. I just in the the Drew shooting in that moment, I couldn't believe how underwhelmed I was. That I went,
2: I almost felt like this was cheap and yeah. poorly executed. Yeah, I like it because it's just like it's like is it is it okay that Drew just takes blind revenge and he's not sure about who he's killing? Well, but the guy definitely turns Ed, sorry, his gun Ed. on him though. He shoots at him. Yeah, he shoots at him once he sees that Ed's aiming his arrow at him. Yeah,
1: Ron Burgundy flew to where best time for a pee break. I'd go between the first and second canoe days. You're not really missing much. For the raft. When they're they're... saying he's going to fuck his sleeping bag. And then
2: Ronnie Cox playing. Yeah, I'm I'm good with Ronnie Cox's music. Blind Lemon Jefferson songs. Yeah. Yeah.
1: What do you think of the title for this movie? Is there a better title we could have come up with? Date Night? (laughs) (laughs) Guys Trip? (laughs) Date Night. They said um, Deliverance... There's like a whole extra meaning about these guys were getting deliverance from the rigors of city life, mm-hmm. basically, and this was supposed to be, you know, I don't know if that really translated. It's a great
0: name. I don't know what it is. It just it works. It holds up. It, you know,
2: again, it's there's sort something vague ominous enough. about it yeah. too. Yeah, it's this. also become shorthand now. You say yeah. like deliverance, and everybody's like, yeah. Best quote I could give you: either
1: sometimes you have to lose yourself before you find anything or what the hell do you want to fuck around with that river for because it's there go with those two
0: yeah they have some i I think the first one is my favorite one because it's it's sort of like forced upon you yeah like burt reynolds is really you know he's really because then when they have the what i think would also be the time to take a pee break the dinner scene or the campfire or whatever and and reynolds is like hammering this idea of like gonna tear it all down to build it back up and all that you know like but i I thought when he goes you gotta you know find yourself get lost find yourself. i I thought that it was actually pretty good like it was a really well written line and it kind of works it's
2: also one of those things that's been ripped off so many times since then that it's hard to go back to the original and be like blown away by some of that stuff but it's pretty cool to hear him be like the system's gonna collapse and yeah he
0: they want to like force this other theme in there and a lot of times when you try to do that, it just feels like it always like, okay, I get it. Like yeah. you're making sure I know what the theme is. And I felt like that was really natural, Yeah,
1: uh, which is actually kind of hard to do. Stephen A. Smith, us take award. I kind of did it already at the top, but I do feel like this is one of the most secretly ripped off movies ever made in all different directions. I mean, and I don't know if it was just first to the market with a lot of these themes, but you can feel the dna all city over the city people place.
2: going to the wilderness on a trip is like one of the there's like 40% of the horror movies that have ever been made or I yeah. start with that yeah
1: it's or it's like run out of gas in the wrong spot or right.
2: let's go maybe that what was somebody that? in that what house the, can
0: help us what was the kurt russell movie where breakdown breakdown, breakdown. Yeah. that's a great movie yeah
2: technically could have been in one one word movie month yeah technically it could have
0: that ends up with a tractor trailer chase scene right yeah that's a really good movie. Uh, oh, wait. Or is that U-Turn?
1: No, that's Break... I think U-Turn's the one with Sean Penn. Kurt Russell did Breakdown. Kurt Russell's Breakdown. That's with JT, uh, our guy JT.
2: Yeah. Okay.
1: Um, you don't have a hottest take, do you? I do. What is it? Let's hear it. <laughs> Are we sure the relatives
0: would show up to jury duty?
2: Yeah, that's a good question.
0: Do you think those people would show up to jury They're
2: duty? They're like, oh, I got this. I got my summons. Where would you <laughs> even send it? <laughs>
1: I avoided jury duty for like my first 15 years in LA. Did you? And then they finally just started sending me the most menacing letters. And I finally. Did you, did you serve on a jury? I ended up not getting out of it.
0: Okay. But yeah. I got it. I was harassed by the vineyard. The vineyard was trying to get me to show up forever when I was at school. And my father was like, I try to explain, like, hey, this is like a local off-season thing. We can't figure this one out. Like, yeah. I'm in college. I can't come back for a weekend for jury duty. They were out. I like, keep having they, to write you all these think you're better things. better than us? Yeah. <laughs> so I got out of oh, that College line. guy, huh? And then when I'm in Boston, <laughs> <laughs> oh, must be nice, student aid and whatnot. Uh, <laughs> 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 so when I was in Boston, I, I finally, you know, I got... I got called for it and I had to go in the whole deal mm. and they're about to put on Mrs. Doubtfire and they hand us like a sub shop menu and they're like, we're going to be in this for the long haul. And I was like, what? I was like, well, I'm not going to fucking say I don't want to watch Mrs. Doubtfire. So I go, up to, <laughs> I go up to security. I was like, is there any way I can go to my car and get a book? Because I have a book that I'm reading. I didn't, I didn't bring it in. He's like, well, you should have brought it in. I was like, I get that. That's not why I'm asking. Like he's like, Well, I have to follow you to your car. It was like a little back and forth. I was like, This is great. So I grabbed my book. I'm like, all right, I'm not gonna pay attention to anything. I'll get a sub. And uh sat down with the book, I was like, This is gonna suck. They're like, buckle up and then
1: it got settled immediately. Oh, that's good. Oof. So I had do you have like a jury duty story?
2: No, I what wish a I tangent did.
1: this is. I did one when I was living in Boston three days. You were on it, like went I was to was on the jury.
0: Okay. Are you and allowed to s- talk about
2: this? Technically. You, yeah, can't make money off,
1: you can't make money off of it.
2: <laughs> so, this has been an unsponsored
3: podcast. Yeah, it was just three <laughs>
1: days, and and we came to a verdict, and we said the person was guilty. And for what? For what? Um, It was a, attempted murder. You served on an intended. Attempted- I, I don't know how it happened, but wow! It happened. Really? And as he was leaving, he looked at all of us like he was trying to memorize our faces. <laughs> I've never been more scared in my entire life.
2: What are the chances that he... I think that's why I live in L.A. now. He ever contributed to the sports guy mailbag. (laughs) Hi. That would
0: have been great. He's like, well, I was at home and I was watching Philly.
1: (laughs) And then Simmons is like, all right, fuck this guy. Let's uh, let's take a break and we'll do casting what ifs because there's some great ones. All right, so... The writer of the book, Dicky James Dickey. he um, <laughs> writer one of my I favorite know, I was poems. Using last decided, name, yeah. i Just just saying, James Dickey. Yeah, he wanted Sam Peckinpah to direct the film. How do you think that would have gone, Chris? I don't think they would have finished this movie. If, yeah, you probably Sam Peckinpah. I Pawn think over everyone's over. dead and then canoes. Yeah.
2: Dicky also wanted Gene Hackman to play Ed. All, said, no whenever thanks. we do 1970s movies and we do casting, whatever, it's like it's the fucking same awesome five guys. It's just yeah. like, we wanted Redford and Brando. Yeah.
1: Well, this one, <laughs> Borman said he wanted Lee Marvin and Marlon Brando to play Ed and Lewis. And Lee Marvin said, we're too old, use younger actors. Yeah. So then Jack Nicholson agreed to play Ed as long as Brando played Lewis. Um, too much money. Brando's out. Nicholson's out. And then they go to the, Donald Sutherland, Charlton Heston group. Sutherland would have been perfect for
0: anything. Sutherland have would have names.
2: been a great Ed. Yeah, yeah, he could have done Drew.
1: Yeah. Um, he had a
0: place up in Vermont, like in the weirder part of Vermont, where I bet his canoe skills were... What's the
2: What constitutes the weirder part of Vermont? Uh,
0: bordering on the Northeast Kingdom. Okay. Which would maybe be this version <laughs> in uh, of north. that. I uh, got yeah. lost up there once in my truck, and I got chased around. Did you really? Yeah, it was fucked up. I was
2: was it the guys trying to get you to do jury duty? <laughs>
0: They're like, hey, no, totally like I was driving through this area. Uh, a family member owned a piece of land in Holland, Vermont, which is on the border of like the border of the town is Canada. And so we used to hang out in this little weird area, whatever didn't know them. So I was trying to find it again when I was in college. So me and a friend got in my I had a Toyota, which is a mistake. And I drove all the way up there and I got lost on all these back roads. And I found like a Twin Peaks one-eyed jacks like club oh my God. thing. Like it had oh, all these Jesus. signs and shit out front, and they weren't super welcoming. And then all of a sudden I had like these trucks chasing after me on these side roads in the woods. And I'm just flooring it through the snow, being like, I hopefully I don't I don't oh, hit anything. Jesus. But you know what? I mean, honestly, I think they were just like they saw, by the way, I had mass tags on a fucking custom six inch lift kit toyota with a gator net that was broken off the back okay <laughs> so they they saw the rig and it likely was like let's just fuck with this guy a right. ton i don't know that anything was going to happen
2: this is now turning into life advice i love it
0: weird weird some area. other
2: casting what ifs henry fonda and jimmy stewart were both in the mix and i just find that those guys may have aged out of those parts i feel like they made stewart? that up. I, I, that's not true. i rejected that said. for half fast. Do you Imagine objected him?
1: it. I don't. How do you decide your judgements? I just tests? like if it doesn't pass the shit detector test for me, I don't put it in. Imagine him in that role. I'd be like, okay, "What are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> what are
2: you? No, what? no, wait, wait, a second. Well, Sutherland said
1: <laughs> Sutherland objected to the violence, but then later said, "I, I, I regret not being in the movie."
2: Yeah, Donald Sutherland's. I think uh, his standards may have slipped a little over the course. I was, of his career I would yeah, say that's so. it,
0: I don't like. And I even if people are listening to this, being like, "You know, why would you?" I don't. I don't understand what the standard is for storytelling and stuff, um, and and how much that's changed, or if it's if it really has changed, or I don't
1: like. It's awful, but I mean, this movie really was pretty brazen. Yeah, it's hard in to, the Moment, I don't think we can. We've been desensitized over the last fifty but years. But Donald Sutherland
2: has has chosen many. He's roles definitely since
1: been then. unsensitized. Yes. Yeah. Um, the Ruffalo Hannah Rubinek Partridge overacting award.
3: They knew, and they let it happen. Don't you call me lady! I come
2: in here, I give these things to you.
3: Give me all you got! Give me all you got! I treated you like a son! You fucking stabbed me in the heart! Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck you! you.
2: This is pretty easy.
1: Well, I had two choices. I don't know which one you're going to pick. What did you have? I had Ronnie Cox and Burt Reynolds
2: together when they're like, It is a matter of law! The law! Ha! (laughs) What law? It is
0: a
3: matter of the law. The law? <laughs> the law? What law? Where's the law, Drew? Huh?
1: <laughs> is this the same part where he goes,
3: this ain't one of your fucking games. You killed a man. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. I had that written down. The rapist death scene is like about twelve seconds. Oh, because that long. guy like it's like a
2: fourth grade. His play. death rattle uh, goes on uh, for a while. Uh, yeah,
1: I just kind of keeps going. Uh, I think Voight's
0: first bow and arrow shot at the buck. Oh, is, the shaky is,
2: hands. Is yeah, like, nobody's okay. hands are going to shoot
0: that. We get it. You're not super comfortable. Yeah, that's that's. I would have been like, hey,
1: give me forty percent of that <laughs> action. It's like Ben Simmons at the free throw line. But we keep bringing
2: Ben Simmons. It, in but you, are we supposed to get the impression that? like what ed got this archery set up to like impress lewis or because lewis is always browbeating him into going shooting or something but doesn't really like doing it
0: Mm. i don't know he has all the
2: gear yeah best that guy word i mean i think it's ronnie
1: cox even though he's ronnie cox i think to some people he's that guy from beverly hills cop and robocop and vision quest and 19 other movies total recall Yeah. yeah but he's Kind of a that guy, and then he eventually became Ronnie he is Cox. that guy. Yeah. Yeah. He, he I, graduated a Ronnie Cox, but I still think at this point he's that guy from Deliverance to. What's his
2: character's name until recalled? Kohagen? Kohagen. Kohagen.
1: <laughs> I, I think that's a
0: really great way of doing it. It's like a time machine who that guy awarded. Yeah, because the
1: actual that guy's in this movie, nobody would have but when been. when you're idea. watching it, even I, I'd already seen it. And I'm yeah. like, oh,
3: yeah, yeah that guy's
1: young. Yeah. I have a uh, James Dickey as the sheriff. Oh, is it that guy? Yeah, yeah, you know he's the sheriff, right? The guy that wrote the book.
0: So the sheriff who's like, "Don't you ever come back here?" Mm-hmm. Or the other guy. The guy's like, blood. "Don't you ever
2: come back here?"
1: Who gets like two or three scenes. Oh, you, you know what? And he's really good in all of yeah. that. He's good. He's
2: got kind of like a semi fisheye thing going. He, yeah, he doesn't look
1: like
0: an actor. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah.
2: He got he he kind of got marker corrected by Fred Dalton Thompson. Oh, <laughs> you <know>? he did. <laughs> good <call. laughs> Deion Waiters Award. uh, Probably the banjo kid, right? I got Redden, man. Yeah. Yeah. Or Redden's banjo hands guy, whoever that is. It's the banjo kid. Because the eyes,
0: I'm telling you right now, he looks a lot better as an older man. (laughs) Thank God. Than as a kid. (laughs) So he grew, he grew out of that that's face. The good news, uh, but yeah, looking at that kid, and then when he's fucking and dangling the banjo banjo over the bridge, like he should just have a sign that says, "You guys are fucking doomed." Yeah, and yeah, he's he's
1: the winner. It's one of the creepiest oh, looking people that
0: have I ever. Just, been in it's a movie. just like
2: that would have just been red flag number ten yeah. for me. I would have just been like, you know what, fucking Lewis, <laughs> I'm going. I'm gonna go to watch the Georgia Tech game. <laughs> you fucking take these boats yourself. <laughs> recasting couch can
1: I give you John Cazale and the Ronnie Cox part sure Fredo
2: yeah Yeah, sure I was trying to I was trying to find a place for Dennis Hopper in this movie easy rider I don't know I don't know
0: Dennis Hopper would have been great
2: as one of the 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 mountain men yeah yeah He'd been great. As oh, but the fact that one. the mountain men are like, yeah, you never see them again. Never see them again. And yeah, it does help.
0: Uh, well, look, I mean, I don't know, I don't know if he's eligible for it, but mountain man number one is,
1: he sells it. Really yeah, well. he does. He does a good job. Deliverance was shot in Northeast Georgia. Um, the inspiration for the Kalawasasi River was the Kusawati River, which was dammed in the 1970s. So that's what happened. Um there's crazy stories about your guy James Dickey showing up drunk and getting yeah. in a fistfight with the director?
2: Yeah. He used to run and and with winning? like Jim Harrison from Richard, the Muppets? No, the guy who did uh um Legends of the Fall, like the big Montana writer. Uh and like they 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 lived pretty hard. I'd like to be a Montana writer. Yeah. It's everything's
1: alleged, but there was a fistfight allegedly. These were, are my words. Were Borman, <laughs> yeah. Borman suffered a broken nose and some broken teeth, but then they made up, and then he
2: cast Dickie as the sheriff. They banned him from the set, though, and then they brought him back to play a major Great. part. Great! They used to just roll with the punches back in Hollywood. I love that—just yeah. getting banned from the
0: set, and but it's then your like, book. why
2: don't you come on back and yeah. play
1: a major role in this film? <laughs> I had this later, but I do you think this was Apex Mountain for super drunk writers just getting in fistfights. It's yeah. like that Norman Mailer. This is definitely era. the
2: era. Also, yeah. Also, the director was like, "Let's fight, Hunter Thompson." That sounds good. Yeah, yeah.
1: Everybody's just like, um,
2: "Wait, but
0: Hemingway, I think, takes that belt." Uh, that's true. Oh, you go. For, All right,
2: maybe
1: not. Hemingway
0: good in one. the Dempsey book, uh, "A Flame of Pure Fire," which is arguably my favorite book I've ever read. Roger <laughs> wow. Khan. Okay. Uh, Dempsey admits that, like, hanging out with Hemingway, he was like, "That guy was dangerous because he actually thought he could maybe take me, and I would kill him." <laughs> <laughs> He's like, but Hemingway would get shit faced and be like, you know, I'm not sure or whatever. And he's like, he scared me because I was afraid I might actually have to like really fuck him up. Yeah.
2: That's that was I'm like agreeing. me and my
1: son when my son was like 10 when he was side eyeing me.
2: Wait, I could take you, dad. But now now, you now can. he could take
1: me. Yeah. Now, but now he was side eyeing me from the But jump you just
3: gouge his eyes out, right?
1: <laughs> I don't even know if I could do that anymore. He came back the other day and was talking about how he did something for 285 pounds for eight reps. And I was like, I got to find out from Rosillo." He said, no, no, don't tell Rosillo anything yet. Give me like one more month. That's the thing about him is he thinks he's going to catch me in
0: like six months. So he doesn't want to tell me any of his stats. The only thing I'm worried about with Ben is the, is the heavy back stuff. Like I keep getting these deadlift numbers and I'm like, it's impressive. Yeah. I personally think when you're really young, I don't, I, people will tell me I'm wrong. I just
1: think. You know there's no don't be in a rush to have i think it might you might need to do a little facetime with he's him not gonna listen to eh? turn
2: into t-mac he's gonna be rolling it out on the right. on the floor pretty soon don't want that um
1: so we talked about the cost cutting stuff where um this was the story about when reynolds got hurt where it's he said how did it look and he woke up at his bedside with the director next to him. he's like how did it looked and and uh, Borman said it looked like a dummy falling over a waterfall which was the joke because they kept throwing the dummy over the waterfall but he did get hurt and then uh, Beatty said after he almost drowned I thought I was going to drown him. the first thought was how will John finish the film without me and my second thought was I bet the bastard will find a way um, no insurance for any of the actors so there was some this is great there was a uh, some confusion about who came up with squeal like a pig. Mm-hmm. Who, 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 uh, who's the author of that phrase? Was it Jimmy Carter? Ned Beatty said he thought of it. While well, they're improvising. Um, so can you guys give me credit for something? He's like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, you all right there. I, I can up my with teeth. this. I was not ready for this. <laughs> um, Borman <laughs> said one of the crew guys came up with it. And then Borman said um, that he decided it. So he has two different versions of Borman yeah. coming up with who did it. And nobody under, nobody really, there's no resolution. But we do know that Reynolds said, um, it was so uncomfortable watching them film the scene. It went on for so long that Reynolds said, I asked John Borman, the director, why did you let it go that long? And Borman said, I wanted to take it as far as I could with the audience. And I figured you'd run in when it got too far. So, Burt Reynolds basically stopped it from continuing. There was plenty of stuff,
0: on researching this, where Borman did not seem like the greatest hang. No. No. Like, it was. A he seemed like a deranged people, maniac, yeah. But, like, was treating the locals like shit, too. Yes. Like, really, you know, just kind of to the theme of the movie. Like, I'm better than these people yeah. with his
2: background. So, I don't know that he was making
0: a ton of friends.
2: They, and- like, set up shop in this area in Georgia. They, like, rented out a country club. They were all, like, they were living it up that summer. Reynolds is driving to Atlanta, coming back at like four in the morning with cheerleaders. And meanwhile, Borman's like, yeah, yeah, like it's going to be a really respectful depiction of the area. And then it was like, let's get Billy in here.
1: Dueling banjos, they didn't get permission and ended up in a whole copyright infringement case, which is you can go read about it if you want to. Chris, I'm just going to read this to you and you tell me what you think. Borman was given a gold record for the Dueling Banjos hit single that was later stolen from his house by the Dublin gangster Martin Cahill. Love it. It's like, that's got- an actual, and then <laughs> it said, This is just that like, sentence alone
0: is a TV. That's season one. Well, well
1: Borman recreated this scene in the general 1998, oh yeah, his like biogra- Brandon, Brandon biographical Breeson. film about Cahill. Yeah, there you go. Um, Jimmy Carter, this movie caused him to establish a whole state film commission because he was the governor back then.
2: Him and, him and Burt Reynolds were like, Let's shoot this in Georgia.
1: Him and Burt Reynolds, and by by the next decade, they were like one of the top five places to film a movie and made a ton of money from it. So it was It's still all that
0: way, isn't it? Yeah. With the
1: tax breaks?
2: It was all good. Um, Apex Mountain. I got a couple more little half-ass. Oh, go. First of all, half-ass literary research. Yeah. In the book, Ed is a graphic designer. Oh. Lewis is a landlord. And Drew is a soft drink executive. What about Bobby? Bobby is a... Uh, Bobby's an insurance executive, right? And in the book,
0: after this all happens, Bobby moves to Hawaii. Oh, he's like, you know what? I don't think I'm going to hang out. (laughs) Smart (laughs) selling him policies. Be like, hey, aren't you the fella? So, uh, what happened to Bobby? He's gone. Also, in the book, sort of the the zag to the happy ending Hawaii is apparently in the book. There's a. Voight's character wants to kill Bobby, but yeah. he's, he's talking he's to having, himself. He's having, like, homicidal fantasies yeah, about it. Yeah, yeah, he's so disgusted with him that he wants to kill him towards the end of them trying to get out of there. Yeah. Mm. But um, maybe that one moment is the conflict as they're at the hospital. Right, but
3: right, um, when they're shoving each other. Yeah, so
0: it felt like when I when I, when I read about it and gone back, and was like, oh, that's ignored, but I thought that was kind of important that there was one moment where they were
2: upset with each other post being safe, but... And then Atlanta Magazine did an oral history about the the making of the movie. Uh, the first time they were blocking the, um, you get a pretty mouth scene. I guess the mountain man tried. Uh, I'm gonna lay a big long dick right in your mouth on for size, and everybody cracked up. <laughs> It <laughs> <laughs> just didn't fit.
1: You know, like it just yeah, works. Like, good job anyway. Uh, let's, let's another, one, uh,
2: th- another point, James Dickey took uh John Borman aside and uh said, never repeat this. I'm gonna tell you something. I've never told anyone this. Everything in the book happened to me. And then John Borman was like, and then I saw him in a canoe and he capsized immediately and knew he was full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, those seventies writers. Should we should we introduce a a new category that says would this movie be better if somebody had said I'm going to lay a big long day? <laughs> now, I, but but to sit there on set
0: and go by the way all oh, this is real. <laughs> like there there could be a category for would John Borman say this? Oh no, excuse me, Dickie. Yeah. Dickie yeah, would have said it to him, Yeah, right?
1: James Dickey sounds like he should have been a documentary. Apex Mountain I think for the four actors, no. Reynolds. No. But none of them. No, I mean, Beatty's... Uh, Network soon. Network. Actually. He oh. had an uh, Academy Award nomination yeah. for Network. Deep Georgia. I don't know. Canoeing. Hillbillies. Canoeing's up there.
2: I mean, it's this river
1: wild. Banjos. Banjos, so this, definitely. This or Steve
2: Martin.
3: Or
1: Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? You know? Horrifically disturbing male rape scenes. Yes. Yeah. Um, Exposed femurs. Exposed femur, sleeveless scuba vests. Definitely. Dual citizen hillbillies. <laughs> what would your reaction have been if I had just walked in with a sleeveless
0: scuba vest? Like, hey, guys. I was trying to find one for this. <laughs> I'm not kidding. But then I was going to have to cut up a wetsuit. And I was like, I don't think this is worth it.
1: Best racehorse name. I could give you Canoe Trip. I could give you Deliverance, which really sounds like a Kentucky Derby winner. Oh, and yeah. here comes Deliverance. Deliverance is great. Yeah, that's a good one. Squeal like a pig. Maybe doesn't work as well. Pick a nits. Um, why did they spend so much time arguing what to do with the dead body? Like, if we ever have to deal with a dead body, let's just get fucking rid of the dead body and bury it and get the hell out well, of
2: Well, I mean, they were like, so we just go. We try to find the cops. We, we go report it to the highway patrol. Like, they tried to to walk the line, and then they're just like, "There's this is what's going to happen. The jury the, thing
0: was actually really important.
2: Yeah they're in the middle of
1: nowhere like they're gonna get killed you got to get the fuck out of there
0: i don't know i wouldn't
1: have spent that much time
0: i wouldn't have thrown away the weapons (laughs) i would have dragged the body towards the water grabbed all the weapons and then be like we can talk out here in the open and figure this out although you might have been more exposed
2: why did voight climb the cliff like if you really had to say why is this happening i think because they were. i think the idea is that they're pretty sure someone from above has shot drew so Voight's going to go up and look to see, because this guy's just going to pick them off one by one otherwise. Pretty risky plan. I actually thought that made sense.
0: Because
1: they keep, I think they sell that well. Yeah, they. Rat, I'm not telling you it's safe. This still, guy but, f- 10 minutes ago was shaking when he was like trying to shoot a deer. Now well, he's like, going to climb he, a cliff. Like he's
0: faced with... But that's why Lewis has the broken leg. I mean, if Lewis doesn't have the broken leg, then none of this happens because Lewis would have gone up there.
2: Yeah. So yeah. like this is the forcing, you know...
3: But why not just keep going down the river? You're faster than any person on foot. Just keep going. Well,
2: the, the canoes are busted up by then, right? One of them isn't. One right? of them isn't.
3: Just keep going.
2: You think if you're faster in a canoe, than I got shooting a bullet?
3: Well, I mean, he's got to miss once, and then he's got to reload. You're moving. I don't know. I feel like, I don't think <laughs> I it's a musket. I would've, I would've, he had I more than that one that bullet. That.
1: The climbing the cliff thing would not have been on my list. Yeah, okay. With no equipment. The thing was with up. The, the two issues that I have, like that one's not even
0: in the same group for me. Like, I can understand from a movie part of it, like he's up there. We kind of have this angle where we're protected. But if we go out with the canoes, yeah, I mean, you're right. Is it likely
1: that he's starting to pick you off? And he's coming up with it. Sure? Yeah, I'm coming up with a different plan. Yeah, that's fine. Any other and nets? You had a couple, right?
2: Uh, the Really, the big one was the Griner Brothers plan. Just like, we're just going to toss the keys to these two guys who we're going to mercilessly yeah. insult after he's slammed his finger on an anvil and just be like, "You're just here's 30 bucks, asshole, drive my car. Yeah, not great. What
1: do you have, anything?
0: There's a lot of mysteries around the canoes from this. Um, on one of the first crash scenes, you can see that it's already pre-broken in half. It breaks perfectly, like... Yeah. Like a, somebody used a T-square on mm. it, uh, which, again, whatever, special effects, 1972. I'm not going to be a dick about it. <laughs> but there was a dive bar in Winooski, Vermont, <laughs> that had one of the canoes oh. from the movie no hanging way. behind the bar. Wow. And so it wasn't one of our main hangs. Us going to Winooski was like something had to have gone off the rails. Yeah. yeah. A town over. But guys were constantly trying to figure out, like, can we buy it? You know, can we buy this and whatever? And a couple of my friends still own bars up there. So when they were like, Well, this place is going to business, but then there was like as you got a little bit older, you're like, Are we sure? Like, I was gonna say, did you guys good get like a claim? letter of
2: certification? Yeah. yeah.
0: It was there were multiple canoes used because then I did start researching yeah. it all because then one sold for like 18 grand apparently not that long ago here in la so 12 years ago 10 12 years ago something like that somebody bought one of them i thought like man 18 grand like if you're in the industry yeah that's
1: fucking like those days are done. over because now they've commoditized a lot of these movie it would be great stuff. yeah
2: right shawshank yeah. bible's going for 450 a bar where like all the memorabilia at the bar is just like yeah that's uh james dean's t-shirt from rebel without a cause <laughs>
3: <laughs> making up stuff <laughs>
2: There's ketchup on it. <laughs> that would be actually kind of a
0: funny way that's to look like, at it. The godfather. making stuff up. All be wrong. Yeah.
3: Yeah, that's
2: Luke's lightsaber. Yeah, that's the suitcase that's from Pulp cool. Fiction. <laughs> just got it. You got With it. Terrence, you know the That's the
3: suitcase from Pulp Fiction. Now, don't look inside. It doesn't light up anymore. you Don't open it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sequel, prequel, prestige TV, all black cast are untouchable. What would you go for here? You've been on a heater with All Black Cast. All Black Cast for this would be incredible. <laughs> I think Prestige TV would be pretty good, though. Uh, If we're really down there for I don't know. Season. I had a pitch If it to- turns I, into Yellow Jackets. I had a pitch today,
0: and you're just going to always can tell when it's like, all right, you're just going to season three me, right? <laughs> yeah,
3: sure. Right. Yeah, you're yeah, just what gonna is season? season three? Th- yeah, Bobby's okay. in Hawaii, you know, We really like three? It.
0: We like the script. We like where it goes, but what's season three? Yeah. What the fuck is season three of this? Yeah, right? you're right. All right. Although Prison Break. They started, they just were in That's another true. prison.
1: <laughs> prison break is a classic. They didn't think about season three.
0: No, because honestly, season one's really good. Yeah, it it's is. a good watch good. for like TV at that time. And then it was so successful, it was like, anyway, we can get a couple more seasons
3: out of here.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. It's like I had
1: really only mapped it out for. Is this movie better with Wayne Jenkins, Danny Trejo, (laughs) Catherine Hunt, Steve Buscemi, Sam Jackson, J.T.
2: Walsh, or Philip Baker Hall? I was trying to think of where to put Wayne here, and I think if he played the sheriff, and he goes up to Ned Beatty and goes,
3: You know what, big man? You're going to jail a
2: long fucking time. Get him the fuck out of here. But then that would require them to get arrested. (laughs)
1: wayne would have been he would have fit in perfectly i would say arguably out of any movie we've done wayne jenkins fits in nicely yeah you
0: could cast him in any of the roles. yeah and it all makes sense Yeah,
2: he easily could have been lewis he could
0: have been one of the Griner
2: brothers like oh i get it
3: (laughs) yeah i'll drive your fucking jeep down there you don't have to worry about it he would have been a good lewis (laughs) yeah my legs fucking sideways but just get me in the fucking canoe
1: like, uh, is that the right hillbilly <laughs> I don't fucking care. i about had it with this trip. <laughs> Wayne. Uh just want to ask her who gets it. Who gets it, Chris? I guess Bert. Actor. Borman. I think it's this is you like you like the direction. Why? Well, I cause I, I don't know. I'd like Bert more in longest yard. Did, if I used to rank my 70s Bert, I think longest yard. Did you see any like this. behind
2: the scenes photos from this? I did not. This is back when Peckinpah, Werner Herzog, him, Coppola, like, they're just like, yeah, I'm I'm standing in the middle of a river with a camera. Like, this is how we're making this movie. It's like, it's not safe for them either. It's pretty amazing.
1: Probably unanswerable questions. We covered the Drew, was he actually shot in the river? All right, so before we go here on Get Up, was he shot in the river, Ryan? Yes or no? (laughs) <laughs> Got to go to a break. Was he shot in the river, yes or no? Uh,
0: he is, um, he's not shot. The director says
1: okay. he could no longer go on. So we have proof. Was he shot in the river, Chris Ryan?
2: Uh, I'm going to say that it ultimately doesn't matter.
1: When we come uh, back, uh, I'm going to
2: tell you why Aaron Rodgers is going to be a Jet. <laughs> That's right after this. Hey, speaking of that, yeah, possibly an answer for question. Yeah. What, what football game are they trying to get back for? Georgia. Um, Yes. Yeah, so. Well, I think so I think they leave on a Friday, spend Friday night, and they're supposed to spend se- so I thought it was an NFL game. And I was thinking Probably maybe – football game. Like- it was Niners Falcons at Fulton County to kick off to the seventy-one oh, NFL good. season. Because like if it's you know it comes out in seventy two, so you're thinking it's set like around seventy, seventy-one or whatever. Norm Van Brocklin, GM for the Falcons back then. Jesus, you did some research. I on did. This. I love I love it it's when they get a game the well, with the foliage. It's great. <laughs>
1: Do we have hillbilly horror movies without this movie? Does I anyone even think, I think of the something idea? something in
2: the air out there. Ch- Texas Chainsaw Massacre happens regardless of this. Does
1: Texas Chainsaw Massacre happen regardless of this movie? I think so. Okay. So that's going to jumpstart anyway, probably. Outside is scary, man. You have any unanswerables?
0: No, I already covered it with the. Okay. Because I, I don't know that the jury duty thing is unanswerable or not. I just don't see that constituency being super locked into
1: their schedule agree best double feature choice i'm going texas chainsaw massacre great call yeah dead calm Keep me in the 70s dead calm's good oh dead calm's a good one i have yeah. a river, river wild indian Red want award for what happened the next day we covered what's what but it is with kind bobby. of funny to
2: imagine if like they're just like yeah i won't be seeing you for a while bobby and then like the next day literally they both have Falcons tickets <laughs> in the same block. Oh no like, shit. Hey, how you how you doing? I forgot it was Falcon Saints. Like a Gra- life
0: advice email. So we did this canoe trip and <laughs> the guy Venmoed me <laughs> request for the tickets. And I felt like it's pretty much understood.
2: Hey
3: right, my name's Ed. I'm a graphic designer, six one.
0: lose a few pounds. Me and my
3: buds went on a canoe trip. <laughs> Do uh, I still need to pay
1: for my <laughs> ticket? <laughs> what uh what piece of memorabilia would you want from this movie? I mean, it sounds like the canoe. No, we want Reynolds' vest. Oh my god, that's great. That's better. If I we like ever do a
2: live rewatchables, we should all three of us. The vest wear, is great. Wear, wear You're the right. The vest <laughs> Game worn <and> Vest <laughs> yeah. from Reynolds.
1: What did the uh best life lesson, the Coach Finstock Award? What is it for you, Rosillo?
2: Never get out of the boat.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm just this. Uh, I'm uh, out think, on canoe trips. That's my life lesson. Did, did just, had you ever
2: had like know has, the water? Has Ben or Zoe ever been on one? Have they ever expressed any interest on like a Simmons family camping trip? No. Okay. No, they don't like him no. it enough. It's no. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of
0: time with me. You can't even get the. know, the water was... is the lesson in this.
2: Know the water. Yeah, I could see you also just like with the contacts and stuff. Oh, I'm. Ta- I've, I've
1: covered this in 1883. I'm like one of the first dead people. Yeah. I'm just fumbling around for my glasses i'm just get shot I'm done 1923 isn't done. that a new yellowstone <laughs> yeah jump off yeah <laughs> who won the movie for you chris ryan
2: bert just that that star power in the first half of the movie
1: i think bert too
0: yeah cuz he he goes down in such flames that it still feels wrong not to give you the yellowstone answer montana won the movie um <laughs> I love the opening credit scene and the way they shoot the landscapes and the gravel pit. So you go in Georgia. And then the town. Yeah. Because remember, the whole idea of this is they're making this trip because the town is going to be flooded. And the taxi driver's like, best damn thing that ever happened. That town looks so shitty. Yeah. When they're going to the hospital mm. that and I the mean, church
2: is on the like right. the truck and stuff. And yeah. Like
0: I feel like there's this town in Vermont that that reminded me of like what the hell's the layout of this thing? Like, what what was the plan here? And then it was kind of too late, and it just sort of evolved into whatever it became. And those towns are, like, scary. They're depressing. And, I, you know, look, it's it's Burt. It's Burt, so I'm just forcing the conversation here a little bit, like, to pick the landscapes. But to keep that real, to keep it very authentic, uh, that was a great
1: job. I think Bert takes a lot of what he does in the first 45 minutes of this movie and brings it to the longest Well, yard. it's
2: also kind of cool because it's pre-stardom. It's the birth of Bert. Yeah. Bert, really. yeah. He, it is. But he's... It's like because he's not yet Bert Reynolds... Burt Reynolds would never let himself get taken out of a movie midway through after this. You know, he would be like, no, right. I'm he's fucking... he's like, I'm playing Ed. I'm, we're combining Ed and Lewis so that yeah. Lewis yeah. wins the day and it right. goes full ramble on these guys. Like... But, like, to the idea of this guy who's, like, the whole movie is, like, I'm a badass. I got the diver watch. I am I know how to shoot the Rapids. And he breaks his leg on the second set of Rapids and is, like, just out of commission and pretty much unconscious for the rest of the movie. It's pretty Bert cool. Bert really was a unicorn. Like, the guy played college football.
1: He was became such a big star that he could just be in movies where all he needed was a car and that was the yeah. movie. Like, that's, like, the last level Simpler of times. A-plus list. Yeah, yeah, like,
0: was that our fault or... Was he just that good at it? You I know? think
1: Clint Eastwood was like that too. He made those movies where he like traveled him around him with and the chick. orangutan. and yeah.
0: just had yeah, just street fights. He also had all the Westerns though. And yeah. he's so good in those. I was on a recent Clint Eastwood kick. So I kind of go back. like, These are good, good fucking movies. Uh, I don't have a problem with any of them. But can we do, are we almost done? Because you asked me a question as we were talking about doing this that I think is like really interesting. What is it? I forget. Oh, would who, the, would who, this be made now? Well, would it be made now? And does does an A-lister take Ned Beatty's role?
1: It's probably a, a, some character actor. We don't even know who it is. But, I mean, Ned Beatty was his first movie. Right?
2: I don't know if it gets made now.
1: I don't think it gets made now either. I think... But what does that mean? You know what I mean? I just don't think well by the way if it got
2: made now it would not be the fourth biggest movie of 2000 it also doesn't feel like movies are really the place where taboos get pushed so like that i think that that was especially true in the late 60s and the early 70s where they were like this is this like just going back to the exorcist shit that happened to the exorcist you're just like i can't believe i'm watching this like yeah and we've never seen it since they never have like kids doing what they do in the exorcist we had it again in the 90s i think a couple of the movies pushed the envelope yeah maybe but that's it's pretty graphic in The Exorcist. Like I yeah. think that they were almost like flying without a net. Like they didn't know what they were doing. Yeah, she they were just tries kinda... to fuck herself with the cross. And yeah, she's like a twelve-year-old I mean, girl. I and so when you think about like the now. stuff that was in the biggest movies of that time period, it just really feels like that was where like the most transgressive popular art was happening. Well, it makes
1: sense that Deep Throat was the fifth biggest movie of that year. Yeah, it was like everybody's just pushing the
2: envelope, right? Is it the most
1: deviant time then? Yeah, I think it was. I mean, imagine going to see. Like, Craig, what'd you do last night? Uh, Liz and I went to see Deep Throat. Theater was packed. <laughs> like, that doesn't make any sense, though. Like, That's <laughs> fucking crazy. Was, was there any other adult films that were doing those kind of the box Behind was the first today, one, right? Yeah, right. They, there was a couple after, but Deep Throat was the,
2: kind of the Star Wars of porn. I don't know what it is. I mean, like, there's been books written about that time period. Maybe there was a little bit less, like, corporate oversight maybe the executives were younger and wanted to be cooler and they were just like let's just take a shot at this it was this. like a big push the envelope time yeah. and then
1: it heads into the 70s mid 70s with some of those movies like death wish where it's like the decay of but even like the prestigious the movies like
2: Chinatown you think about like what what right. happens in Chinatown you're like holy shit can you imagine like that being in the in a film now like he, you
1: just pitched that today, Rossello, for your TV show, Chinatown Three. Yeah,
2: <laughs> Chinatown season three. It's his grandkids.
1: Okay, I got to tell you,
2: they've some issues. I love it. Uh, that's
0: um, that Robert Evans book, yeah, about Chinatown and trying to get it made, and oh, it's yeah. just and then Matthew Good doing him in The Offer, where honestly, I cannot believe he wasn't nominated for so, anything for best reporting in that. And television. That is, he is so good in that show in The Offer. And when he's like, they actually flirt with the Chinatown storyline in it too. And he's just like, it's about water and Los Angeles. And he's like, (laughs)
3: pass.
0: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's, it's before, obviously I was born, but you go back and you're like, maybe the envelope was pushed so far because they were, I don't know. It's, 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 Hey, we were allowed to, like, you're talking about flying without a net is really interesting because I'm thinking like, well, what happens like? does it perhaps does a movie like this get made and none of us care anymore um does no one even attempt to people would think it was a derivative of
1: another movie i mean this is why pulp when it came out and it was so great it was so you know so awesome for so many different reasons but also push the envelope mm-hmm. fucking hard like uma thurman the needle in the in the chest and just had a couple, Oh my God, I can't believe they did that. Yeah.
2: I think also like there's, there's a way in which this movie is told specifically where it's like, it starts there on the river and ends when they leave the river. There's no like, what was the trauma? How'd you like kind of deal with that afterwards? And there's not Mm -hmm. really a lot of stuff before that where you're like, you know, you get to see Ed's wife, but it doesn't really like deliberate on that stuff a lot. It's really almost like an adventure story. Yeah. I don't know. Craig, what'd you think?
3: Uh, th- uh of all the rewatchables we've ever done a word of advice to anyone who hasn't seen this movie this is not a movie to watch <laughs> with your girlfriend and future mother-in-law <laughs> kind of
0: like the roller coaster scene in fear You're right,
3: that's right we went 15 minutes in my future mother-in-law was like oh i remember deliverance throw it on and i was like i don't know maybe yeah. it's been a while since you've seen it uh so luckily we uh, aborted that before anything got dicey but um I'm going on a bat my bachelor party trip in May. Canoeing? We are going canoeing. <laughs> no! Oh
2: my god! You waited until like minute eighty to say wow. this. Wow! Yeah, Where? Ben Do you to-
3: have a guitarist? Ben, to Oregon. We're going down the Deschutes River just for a day. We got a cabin. It's going to be much more, you know.
2: Ben's civil. nice.
3: Ben's pretty, pretty.
2: Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. They,
3: nice. they, they've taken care of that. Maybe we'll get some vests. See if we can work that out. You got to wear the Reynolds vest. Yeah. But, but uh, do you, you like have this movie? What did you think of no it? No one's going to make the joke. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, yeah, I like this movie. I think the problem with a lot of movies like this, for for people like me who haven't seen it, is the buildup. Yeah. And like all of the the circumstance around it made me think that the entire movie was like them getting hunted by mountain men. Kinda. Yeah. I didn't know it was just like one real scene, then they kind of just leave, and the rest of the movie is really quite awkwardly paced and slow and it's just like them kind of dealing with what happened and that's pretty much the whole movie like I felt like there was even no real climax of this movie yeah it just kind of just continues and then ends yeah you know
0: what I mean I'm with you I didn't like it nearly as much as when I first saw it
3: well I, I don't I don't know if I would say that I just think it's it's just paced very awkwardly and differently than I think movies would be now oh yeah you know
0: yeah they would they would make you they'd be like you need other stuff from the event
1: to the cliff you're right the guys would be hunted it's there just would like, have been
3: three more mountain men totally. coming after yeah that. I was surprised that it, it never came back I thought like uh oh this is the beginning when's round two and Yeah. it just and it was kind of we like,
2: should redo this movie with Gerard Butler and Liam Neeson and have it just be <laughs> two guys versus like a thousand mountain men <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: river right, but, I mean
0: who's drawing straws on that yeah. one yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, there's a third guy. Doesn't end up as well for (laughs) Paul Dano. Paul Dano,
2: (laughs) but Paul Dano lives. Yeah, but I love Paul
0: Dano. Yeah, I I mean Dano in something.
1: Wait, so you wanted to do this and that, then you watched it again. You're like, eh,
0: yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You gave me a what, like six. He gives, like, Bill hit me up like once every six, which is, I like the arrangement. Like, okay.
1: (laughs) It's football season. I do not want to bother you.
0: No, and I appreciate it because I don't want to be bothered. (laughs) And, You were like, okay, we've got one and you gave me, well, originally you were like, it's time we're going to do fear. And I was like, I don't know if we can do fear because I don't know if we can do the fear podcast the way I want to do the fear podcast where you have to make fun of all these absurdities while also dancing around how fucked up that whole story is.
1: It's almost too fucked up. It's too
0: fucked up. And then, so Bill's like, well, how about deliverance? (laughs) No,
2: I I sent you a list of like nine movies. What What were some of the contenders? Let me look up. There's also this funny thing where it's like there's actually literally hundreds of movies with one-word titles that are eligible. But y- I think you had a very specific idea.
1: All right, here's what I gave Rassilo: Rudy, mm-hmm. Slapshot, Deliverance, Gravity, and Platoon.
2: Mm.
1: Yeah, I picked Deliverance.
2: <laughs> Do you like any of those other movies? I thought for sure
1: you were going to pick uh, Rudy. Yeah, I and can't that we believe... were just going to make fun of Rudy for oh. two hours. Okay, because I thought you thought I like loved it. And no, but you know, Rudy is
0: rewatchable. It is. As it's annoying
1: just, as it is, and how annoying as
0: Rudy is, it's still a rewatch. It's just really. a goofy movie. Um yeah. I could have done Slapshot because after the Clint Eastwood thing, I was on a big Robert Redford kick and I or excuse me, a Paul Newman kick. Yeah. yeah. So I could have done Slapshot. I didn't really have interest in gravity at all. Uh how was that already in the mix? Is that even I'm a rewatchable? Just, listen,
1: there's way less one word movies than you
0: think. It was surprising. <laughs> well, it basically this all pivoted from us talking about doing fear. And I think I talked you out of doing fear, which I've only wanted to do now for five years. We might have to do like
1: a like a private a fear for pod fear. Yeah, yeah. Just for like yeah. Yeah, Patreon for like a hundred dollars. Well, yeah, that's
0: is it's kind of weird about the execution of these that when you think about it, you're like, I'm not pro any of this stuff. <laughs> Right. Just, Just I would wanna, make a good podcast. Right. right. I want to talk about it because, like, Mark Wahlberg's character is a horrible, horrible fucking person. But with the movie's also named Fia. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, like, we're going to make fun of it that there's two 35 year olds with an apartment that go to high school.
3: <laughs>
2: right. Oh, that reminds me of one of my, I didn't ask one of my unanswerable questions. What is it? What would this movie be like if it was four guys from Boston? <laughs> They Put probably that whole fucking vomit. town in my rear <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: That's it for the Rewatchables and One Word Movie Month. Thank you, so. Thank you, Chris. This was produced by Craig Horbeck. We'll be back with uh, a normal movie next week. Although, normal, quote unquote. Yeah. Although it is the definition of a one for us. And we'll see you next week.